Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. It's time for Pepsi Giants Extra Point on the WFAN Giants Radio Network. Pepsi Giants Extra Point is brought to you by Citizens, the official bank of the New York Giants. Citizens is made ready for Giants fans. Hackensack Meridian Health keep getting better. And by Pepsi, the official soft drink of the New York Giants. The New York Giants defeat the Washington Commanders 31-19. to A victory postgame here on Pepsi Giants Extra Point. And, J.C., this conversation, and we'll get to Tommy DeVito in a second, but it begins and ends with six takeaways for the Giants' defense and special teams in this game. And I'll try to find this number. I can't imagine a team has ever lost an NFL football game being plus six. I'm not sure how often teams have been plus six. But the Giants, with a nice 31-19 to win with a little exclamation point, Isaiah Simmons interception return for a touchdown to get the Giants to a very elusive 30 points, second time this year they've topped that 30-point mark. Yeah, I got excited when I saw they was able to get over 30 points, uh, be it by a, a defensive touchdown, but I'll take what I can get. And this is the first game I think we saw four quarters of complimentary football. It didn't look pretty. Nine sacks given up on offense. Defense gave up a lot of yards. But they got the win, and they played competitive, competent football for four quarters. Schmelk, this is the first time I've seen it. Yeah, and... Everyone did their part. You know, this this is a team victory. Special teams got the takeaway. Yes, they did. Tommy DeVito, 246 yards. First time a Giants quarterback has scored five touchdowns or thrown for five touchdowns in his first two career starts for the Giants. And then the defense, even though Washington did move up and down the field a little bit in this game, it was all the takeaways, the strips, the forced fumbles. And I'll list them for you, folks, if you weren't here for the entire game. But you had a... McLeod interception of Sam Howell on a deep post. You had a Cordell Flott strip of Logan Thomas on a pass at the sideline. You had a McLeod strip of Byron Pringle on a kickoff. You had a Chris Rodriguez fumble that I believe was pushed out by Okereke, if I recall, right? Mm -hmm. You had a Darnay Holmes interception down the field on a play where Dexter Lawrence hits the quarterback's arm that forces the underthrow. You get the interception. And then you get the Isaiah Simmons pick six in a desperation situation. Howell just tries to flip it up to the running back. And Simmons reads it, gets the ball, and off he goes. Well, I mean, this is what we wanted from the defense. We we felt like the defense needed to keep the Giants in the game, and that's exactly what they did, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. It was about 21 points 
off of the turnovers, the one pick six, and then I think they scored two touchdowns off of a couple of those uh, those turnovers. The Giants did everything they were supposed to do today to win this game. Of course, you want to you want to see better protection. You want to see Devito get the ball out a little bit quicker, make better decisions in the pocket. But I'll take a win any way we can get it. And then also, there's going to be a lot of good film that they can work off of in correcting Tommy Devito and getting some things corrected among the offensive line and also defensively. They gave up a lot of yards today, Smelk. The, the, the commanders kind of went up and field as they wanted, but they couldn't figure out how to not turn the ball over. They, the Giants did a great job punching the ball out, uh, turnover on downs. Well, well no, I guess they, it could have been a turnover on downs, but it was a penalty on that play. But they did a great job in being ball hungry, right? Whenever the ball was in the air, they got the ball. Whenever the running backs ran for the ball, was fighting for extra yards, they punched the ball out. They did a tremendous job today defensively, and that's where you saw, I think, the offense kind of surging and doing a lot of scoring, which we haven't seen from the offense this year, basically in every single game this year. Giants with 17 points off of those takeaways, and that's not including the Simmons pick six. So 24 points 24. off of those six takeaways. They only scored one touchdown off of a punt. That was their uh, second quarter touchdown on the, I believe that was the deep pass to Darius Slayton that scored on that particular drive. All right, that was tonight's game breakdown brought to you by your local Ford stores. Ford is proud to be the official truck of the New York football giants. We'll come back and talk about the man of the hour. Put the breadcrumbs on the cutlets, put them in the pans, get the vodka sauce ready, baby. Tommy DeVito, his first career victory. That and more when we return after this. You're listening to Pepsi Giants Extra Point on the WFAN Giants Radio Network. Bartlett comes set to the left of DeVito. Play clock at nine. On a third and goal at the five. DeVito takes the snap. Back. Fires one right to Berkeley. Makes the catch. Reaches for the touchdown. Tommy DeVito hits Barkley on a third and goal at the five. And DeVito's thrown his third touchdown pass of the game. Barkley with his second touchdown catch of the game. And the Giants are now up 20 to 12 with an extra point pending. That was tonight's score and drive of the game brought to you by Citizens, the official bank of the New York Giants. Citizens is made ready for Giant fans. It was the culmination of a five-play, 68-yard drive that featured a long Saquon Barkley run. I believe, JC, he had negative rushing yards before that big run. And um, then he kind of popped a couple times there in the second half. He finished with over 130 scrimmage yards. Big, big, big game out of Saquon helping out there in half number two. But... Good pass by Tommy DeVito. A little pass into the flat, but he had to hit Barkley in stride and put it out in front of him to give him a chance to turn it upfield for a touchdown. JC, and look, we can talk all week about taking too many sacks and not getting the ball out quick, and those are all fair criticisms. Bottom line here, Tommy DeVito in this game was responsible for three touchdowns, three touchdown passes, 18 of 26, 246 yards, a 137 quarterback rating, second-ever career start, now, we talked about how the Washington defense was very poor heading into this game, and we thought they'd be able to move the ball, and that turned out to be true. But DeVito still had to execute. And when he put the ball in the air, for the most part, he was pretty darn accurate with it. Yeah, I love the way he threw the ball today. You know, I, the, the the pass to Saquon, even the, the Slayton pass where he was wide open, he threw the ball very accurately. There was a couple passes that I was like, man, that's right on point, especially early in the game. You know, and, and then being able to – Stay poised by getting sacked nine times during this game. You know, I mean, that that speaks to his moxie, man. I guess that's that jersey thing that I've been talking about with Tommy DeVito. You know, I had to bring it back there. 
And you got to just be happy about the way that I feel like the Giants responded. It was a tough game last week. They got beat down by the Dallas Cowboys. And now they respond this week, creating six turnovers, popping the ball out in other times. And then the back and forth that the the commanders was able to do and moving the ball kind of consistently throughout the game, but the Giants staying poised, the Giants staying focused on getting into the end zone, and they did that with the with the third string quarterback, an undrafted rookie, and he went out there and won his first game. You got to tip your hat off to this to this kid. You got to tip your hat off for the fight that they showed today. A lot of guys were down. Guys stepped up. Darnay Holmes had a big game. Tackled very well today. Wasn't been getting a lot of you know scrutiny the last few years, and I think he had a great game. And you got to tip your hat for those guys that stepped up today. Absolutely, and it was a team effort. We mentioned Barkley, 14 rushes, 83 yards, also at 57 receiving yards. Darius Slane, 82 yards and a touchdown as well. And then the defense, we talk about the nine sacks by Washington, but the Giants did a good job in this game getting after the quarterback as well. Four sacks, two for Kayvon Thibodeau, one for Dexter Lawrence, one for Jihad Ward. I thought Warden... Lawrence might split that last one, but they give the full sack to Ward. Ward did have that offsides penalty a little bit later in the game. That made things a little bit more interesting than you wanted to (laughs) at the end of the contest. We'll come back. Hopefully we'll have Brian Dable uh, at the podium getting his reaction to a Giants victory over the Commanders 31-19. to We'll be back with more right after this. You're listening to Pepsi Giants Extra Point on the WFAN Giants Radio Network. Back here on Giants game day, Giants defeat the Washington Commanders 31-19. to We're going to hear from Brian Dable downstairs in just a second. In the meantime, tonight's statistics are brought to you by the Archdiocese of New York. Learn more at innercitynyc.org. I gave most of the Giants stats uh, during that last segment for the Commanders. Sam Howell, 31-45. 255 yards, but those three interceptions were backbreakers. Giants, again, were plus six turnover-wise in this game. Brian Robinson ran the ball well, 17 rushes, 73 yards. Chris Rodriguez chipped in six for 43. Sam Howell, three for 35. But now, let's go down to the coach's press conference brought to you by Hackensack Meridian Health. Keep getting better. Here's the head coach of the Giants, Brian Dable. Winning. Yeah, I said, I said during the week, he's improving. Um, did a lot of good things, did some stuff we'll correct. Uh, gave us a chance. How much do you think he grew today? Uh, I think he's the same height. Oh, no. Yeah. Look, there's some good stuff that he did. Um, you know, made some good plays. <clears throat> Thought Kafka called a good game. Um, some wide open guys. To, you know, the Bellinger, the Slayton, you know, the third and inches call. So those help. And, uh, you know, he did a good job. When we got behind the sticks, that was when it was tough. So uh, clean up some of those <clears throat> those things that we, where we got sacked. Maybe we could not get sacked because I thought the line protected, you know, a lot of those pretty well. Yeah, it's always good to win. Yep. So uh, preparation, normal, practicing. Normal. I know you asked about that the other day. Um, you know, but put it together. You know, defense special teams had six turnovers, capitalized um, on a few of those, hit some good big plays, um, good play designs. I thought uh, finished the game. You know, made it probably tougher than we had to, um, but uh, it was good to get a win. Brian, how much does it help the morale, though? 
How much does it help the morale to win a game like that, though? You know, we've talked about it the past few weeks, the frustration we were seeing it at times. When you're able to yeah. win like that, how much does this you know, help? Yeah, you? winning's good. Yeah, losing's not. Brian, when you look at your defense, who are your bigger players? The came, you know, Dex had a big game. Sure. They've been they've been pretty consistent uh, throughout the year. Um, you know, Dexter's. You know what you get out of Dexter. He's a <clears throat> he's an exceptional player in this league um, at his position, you know, right at the top, and he's provided that each week. Um, I thought Kayvon did some good stuff. We want that play back where we got hands to the face at the end of the game. But uh, again, credit to to Wink and to the players. You know, they've been putting in a lot of hard work. Uh, the coaches have, the players have. We just, you know, we put it together the right way today and, and try to build off of it. Brian, what did it take to get, to get Tommy from the player who made his debut just a couple of years ago against the Jets in that, in that game to the guy who was throwing yeah. all around the field? Well, the Jet game was different. Um, so that was we were playing it a certain way. Right. Um, so Pretty I think certain. he's made, yeah, no, look, he's made progress. I think <clears throat> Shea's an exceptional quarterback coach. Tommy has put the, the work in, uh, but it takes all 11 guys out there on the field. And, and you know, he's he's had some production. I think he's improved. You know, we're going to have to, you know, we still got a ways to go here, but he's got the right mindset. Um, I think the players have confidence in him, uh, particularly because he's the third, you know, quarterback going in, and they got some, you know, he's got a little juice about him that I think the players um, respect. And But we'll, we'll go back, we'll learn from stuff that we can do better, and, you know, try to put, try to put another one what, together. What changes are running game? You guys had nothing, literally nothing until the last play of the third quarter. Yeah, blocked them better. Yeah. I thought, I thought the big play um, that Saquon had. When you go back and watch it, just watch, watch little Wondell Robinson. He was the guy that kind of sprung the whole play. Um, was that the pitch out? Yeah. Did yeah. You, did you change some of the things, you know, some of the runs, you know, to maybe get to the perimeter a little more? Yeah. I mean, we ran a couple plays early that were outside plays, not necessarily toss plays, that they did a good job defending. Um, and then we adjust it like we normally do. It's not just at halftime. We talked about it throughout the series. Um, and they made, look, they got two good guys inside. They played good. They, um, you know, we kept, it's not always going to be perfect in the run game. It wasn't very much good in the first half. Um, but, Again, I thought we tried to mix it up and stay with it, and you know we hit a couple plays. Coach, for Tommy to stand in there and do what he did though today, and endure the nine sacks along with it, I mean, can you just talk a little bit about that and how it didn't affect him too much? Yeah, well, he's tough. He's a tough guy. Uh, again, we don't want to. You, you have those many sacks, and they weren't all on the offensive line. I'll tell you that right now. We could have done some things better, um, but you know we did a good job of sometimes capitalizing on them in terms of you know, getting backed up. But a lot of times we had to punt the ball because we got behind the sticks. But he's a tough-minded guy, um, instinctive. He's an instinctive player, um, which is hard to coach, too. So you know, even like that first third down where he threw it to Slate, and if you go back, you just get a little pump fake to get him to open up the window. And you know, I had another big one. We had an opportunity at the end of two minutes to keep the drive going that we just didn't quite finish. But uh, you know, he, did, he did some good stuff. What, was your, what happened on from Jersey, man. There you go. Is, is that is that a tangible thing that you can see, even going back to when he was trying to work his way up the depth chart? That you're, you know, if you put this guy in, you know, 
Yeah, I mean, I was asked a fair amount of questions about bringing in some older guys, and we thought this guy was a good young player to work with. Again, he's played you know, two and a half games, so there's a lot of, there's a lot of work that needs to be done, but uh, he certainly has put the work in, and um, you know, when he was out on the look team in practice, you could see you know, some of his instinctiveness, even though as a show team quarterback in terms of throwing the ball on time, anticipation. Um, so I thought he'd be a good, good player to work with and give an opportunity to. I mean, he, you know, there's a lot of things he did good, and you know, a lot of things we can we can help him improve on. I don't, I don't have uh, Slayton arm, flat ejected. That's my notes. So that was my next question: was what happened on the uh, on that melee there? What was I just they came over and told me that four and twenty-eight are out. They were throwing punches. They said they were throwing punches. Is what they told me. No, no. I, all right, so, so just uh, follow what, what did you say to him? Just what did you say about the game? It's a really special moment for a kid, you know what I mean? Like, DeVito? Yeah, is there anything you said to him after the game about, you know? Yeah, it's a good job. Yeah, it's a good job. Um, it's a good job to the whole team. You know, it was a team win. Six turnovers, you know, didn't turn the ball over offensively. We're you know, pretty efficient, effective in the passing game. Obviously, we had the sacks. Stuck with the running game. Thought the coordinators did a good job. Um, got a turnover on special teams. That's included with the six. So team win, and uh, certainly proud of of Tommy. Um, yeah, it's a tough position to play, and he's he's just got a really good mindset. Now we're gonna have to go back and you know fix things like we normally do, whether it's a win or a loss. Uh, but I'm proud of him for you know all the work that he does put in. That you know he puts a lot of work into it. Yeah, I don't question our pride. Um, you know, <clears throat> I, I'm just happy for the players, for the coaches, because they do the right stuff during the week. They practice their, their tails off. They prepare. They study extra. There's extra meetings going on. They, they come in with a positive attitude when it's not always easy to come in with a positive attitude. Um, and they have their, you know, next play mentality. So, you know, to see them have success, to see the coaches, all the hard work that they put into it, um, that's why you do this is to, you know, to try to win one game each week. So we'll, you know, enjoy this one. Uh, I'm proud of the people that are in the building that work hard. Uh, but now we're move on to the next one here, pretty shortly. Hey, a couple more. You uh, played against the Commanders a couple of weeks ago. It was a lower scoring game. Do you consider this easier, harder, and what changes were made or what adjustments were made? Yeah, there's no easy in this league. It's a it's a tough league. It's a humbling league, and they have a. You know, a team that competes hard with a lot of good players, good coaches, um, and I thought we competed well. Um, you know, look, there's always little things that you, you fix and tweak and game plan for. Then you, know, you have to you get a feel for how the game's going. Usually takes about a quarter to go ahead and you know, decide exactly what you want to do. There's plays that we left out there, um, extended some drives, missed some short fields or shorter fields. But uh, again, I'm just <clears throat> I'm happy for the the players and the coaches for. You know, their work ethic, their commitment, um, staying on track, uh, trying not to ride the roller coaster, uh, just trying to you know, put one foot in front of the other and get better every day and uh, try to win a game. What did you think about your team's performance? The last two games, uh, I think you guys had about the play that wasn't up to their expectations. What yeah. did you see from them for that? Yeah, I got the ball. So, um, you know, to get the ball five times and then one on special teams, that's hard to do in this league. 
they flew around. They played with effort. They made, you know, they made some some timely plays too for us. Um, obviously, I'd like to do a little bit job, better job at the end there. Um, but again, they're you know, tough-minded competitors, and um, I thought this week, again, not much different than last week. There was a good la- week last week too, but um, translate it to the on-field performance this week is what we're trying to do every week. I'll get you, Mark. Which sacks? The sacks that they sacked us on? Yeah, and I, look, this is again, this is the second game really called throwing the ball. Um, stuff to, to work on, but um, you know, he's he's a competitive young man. So um, I'm happy for him, but I'm happy for you know the entire team uh, for the result. But um, you know, their pride, or their, their work ethic, or their commitment, um, those guys do a good job of that each week. I was just going to ask you, yeah. Avon is kind of a lightning rod. He takes a lot of heat. You know, but he seems to make some plays. I don't know if you've seen that enough. Well, you don't, you don't listen to the outside world. The outside yeah. world. Okay. You know, he's after a little bit. So, um, because of, you know, whatever, it's the sack numbers. But he did a few things today that were not maybe on, on the Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm a. I'm. I'm. I'm glad we have Kayvon. He's a, a true uh, competitor, a great teammate, uh, productive player for us, uh, and I'm happy he's on our team. All right. All good. Thank you. That's the head coach of the Giants, Brian Dable. We'll have plenty more coming from downstairs as we continue right here on Pepsi Giants Extra Point. Giants defeat the Washington Commanders. 31 to 19 behind six takeaways. More from downstairs, including a one on one interview with the man of the hour, Tommy DeVito, with Bob Papa when we return right after this. You're listening to Pepsi Giants Extra Point on the WFAN Giants Radio Network. This is Darius Slayton, and you're listening to the radio home of Big Blue, the fan, WFAN and WFAN FM New York. Third and a full yard inside the 40. They move Bellinger to the right, DeVito over center. Barkley the tailback. DeVito back to throw. Has to, he's got a man down the left side, wide open. He's Slayton at the 15. He's at the 10, to the 5. Touchdown, Giants! Darius Slayton on a third and one. Tommy DeVito goes up top. His second touchdown pass of the game. And the Giants now lead it 13 to 3. That was tonight's play of the game, or today's play of the game, pardon me, presented by your local Ford stores. Ford is proud to be the official truck of the New York Giants. It was third and one on that play, Jonathan Casillas. And Washington, as they had for most of the game, was crowding the box to stop the run. They ran a little play action, brought Slayton across the field. His cornerback trying to cover him got kind of at least screened off by the other Giants wide receiver who was running a deep route. And he was wide open, got the ball, put a little nifty move on the defender to get in for the touchdown. Yeah, that was definitely a nice little nifty move at the end of that play. 
Um, but that's what the Giants needed to do, man. The Giants needed to go ahead and hit the guys that's open because it has been opportunities for them to throw the ball downfield. It has been opportunities to get the ball to the open receivers and the combination of, you know, not throwing the ball. I think that accurately and whoever's playing quarterback and then also the offensive line not protecting that well. Even though they didn't protect well today, they were able to get the ball down the field, which is a big surprise. But at the same time, I'm going to say it again. I'll take it however I can get it, Schmel. Yeah, and we just heard from Brian Dable. We'll hear from Tommy DeVito in just a second. Uh, but first things first, we heard Brian Dable at his press conference. I thought the most poignant thing he said is that winning is good, losing is not. Yeah. Um, you know, just you know, deep stuff there. Uh, <laughs> all jokes aside, I thought what Brian Dable said about the offensive line was interesting, and we talked about this as we were watching the sacks and tracking them. There were a couple early in the game where you had just guys getting beat one-on-one quickly. A couple of the guards had plays like that. But otherwise, there was a blitz on a play action early. Uh, DeVito holding the ball, running into a couple of sacks. So while nine sacks, obviously you raise your eyebrows and you're like, oh, man, that must have been terrible protection. I don't think, much like the game a couple weeks ago, I don't think the number of sacks was indicative of how poorly the offensive line seemed to have played. Uh, They did not get a lot of help in that regard in this game. Yeah, I think uh, if you look at Andrew Thomas, I think he he was a solid, solid game today. But, you know, like you said, there were plays that it wasn't really on offensive line. There were a couple. Look, Tyree Phillips got bored mm-hmm. in that one play. I think it was uh, Justin Pugh got beat on one play by Pretty Jonathan good. Allen. Yep, yep. Ben Bredesen got beat in the first half on a one-on-one. But, yeah, 100%. Nine sacks, you think that, oh, man, this offensive line played poorly. And I don't think that's the case today. I think they, you know, they made the plays when they were supposed to make them. Uh, g- generally speaking, you know, I, not to say it was a clean pocket, but there were times where Tommy DeVito had like a, a substantial amount of time, you know, where he probably completed a pass or didn't complete a pass. But there were times where, the, where Tommy DeVito was able to sit in the pocket and and it was longer than three or four seconds and get the ball down the field. So I think that's a testament to them guys playing more consistently together because early in the season, it was just so many guys moving in and out due to injuries. Now, now you have only four guys, you know, the right tackles being out, but you have guys that are being consistently playing with each other, and that bodes very well for them and also the, the continuity of the offense in general. It always starts up front, and even though, like I said, the numbers aren't great, but I think their performance is something to build off of. Yeah, and then in the second half, the offensive line did much better in the run game, blocking in the run game after a, a first-half performance where the Giants did and Schmel, nothing on the ground. Kudos to Kafka, and kudos to them for sticking to the run. Because in the first half, there was zero yards or negative two rushing yards in the first half, and they was able to stick to the run. Saquon was able to get a couple big runs here and there, and they were able to get that run total to a, a respectable number. First half, Barkley was six rushes. For negative two yards, which uh, I'm going to do my quick math here. That means the rest of the game, he was eight rushes for 85 yards. Yeah, that sounds pretty good, right? Yeah, I mean, 14 for 83 is a good day at the office. Six yards per carry. And this is the thing I keep saying, Smoke. Whenever you got a guy like Saquon, no matter how he does in any time of the game, you got to keep feeding him. Don't be predictable, you know, but get him the ball as much as you can, and he makes special things happen. You know what I and, Two you know, touchdowns receiving today. We talk about the run setting up the pass. I think the pass set up the run today. Once I think Tommy it did. DeVito started making some plays, Washington couldn't put that much attention on the run game, and Saquon made him pay late. And I feel like the Commanders had a good thing going early against the Giants' passive yeah. pass schemes, and then the Giants figured it out and was able to counter off of that. And, and they, like I said, it was some clean pockets, and it was some sometimes where I think they exposed the defense. 
kind of catching them off guard. Maybe they were thinking run, they passed the ball. Maybe they were thinking pass, and they ran the ball. Brian Dable giving the coordinators credit, saying Mike Kafka really set up some wide-open wide receivers on some of those plays. And, you know, Saquon Barkley's touchdown pass on the wheel route, he had a good five, six-yard separation. Safety came over, so ball got put in a nice spot. But Slayton was wide open on his play. So, uh, again, I think just a, a team went all around for the players and the coaches. But it's Tommy DeVito's first-ever NFL win as a starter. Our very own Bob Papa had a chance to talk to him in the locker room after the game. Let's listen in. We're joined here in the Giants locker room by Tommy DeVito here on the Giants postgame show. And, Tommy, three touchdown passes in the ballgame. Talk us through that first one to Saquon where you got him on that wheel route. Perfect throw. Well, it was just a great route by him. Good protection. One-on-one. I mean, Saquon Barkley with a lot of guys one-on-one. I'll take that every time. Yeah, and the third and goal at the five, I mean, you had it set up perfectly. If you don't make a perfect throw, you know, the chasing defender has got a chance to get him. In that situation, what are you seeing? I see Saquon and a linebacker even. I don't care what linebacker it is in the NFL. You see them even like that, he's leaving. Give him a chance, and he's going to make a play, and that's what he did. Right, where'd the manja thing come from after the touchdown pass to Slayton? <laughs> Lately, over the past couple of weeks, everybody's been kind of sending me that emoji. And they're like, you know, you should just make that a Sally. So I was like, all right, I'll do it. And that's what it was. How cool is it to get your first one as a starting quarterback? It's awesome. Um, not a lot of people get a chance to be in this opportunity, let alone to win a game. And I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to soak it in. And Monday, you know, it's on the next week. But today, I'm going to enjoy it. Free much throughout New Jersey for Tommy DeVito for the next week. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> Thanks, Tommy. Thank you. Tommy's at home. He's not paying for anything, man. What are you kidding me? It's already free for him. Mom and dad's got it. The post-game player interviews are brought to you by MetLife, the official insurance company of the New York football giants. You can tell, JC, just kids real happy. Look, we know what happened last week against a great Dallas defense. We'll see what happens next week against Bill Belichick and what he does to young, inexperienced rookie quarterbacks. But the heck with that. Right now, three touchdowns, 18-26, 246 yards, 40-yard completion on one of those touchdowns, 137 quarterback rating. Man, that is a nice day at the office for Tommy DeVito. And then the thing is, through all of that, he was sacked nine times. Yeah. You would think a guy that got sacked nine times would be rattled, you know, you know, second guessing himself or second guessing his receivers. No, the guy played. I think when he was, at, whenever he was able to deliver that ball, he threw some really good passes. The second uh, touchdown to Saquon, Saquon cut across the field. He was running full speed. He hit him in stride for the touchdown. It's very difficult to do that with that close of a pass. Sometimes those close passes be a little bit more difficult when it when it comes to putting a, the right touch on it, the right speed on it, when a guy's running full speed like Saquon was. I just tip my hat to Tommy DeVito. I know I'm going into the game, I'm a Tommy DeVito fan. He's a Jersey guy, Don Bosco, Ironman, you know, and Big Ten guy as well. You know, he finished over at Illinois. And you got to just be happy. Last week, he was making... And Rutgers, Big Ten, well, you know, and, and, and Syracuse, obviously, in the uh, ACC. It, 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 look, he lived. he's living a dream right now. Undrafted guy, made his first start against the Dallas Cowboys, didn't really go so well. Second star against the Commanders. You know, a long rival between the Giants and the Commanders. Able to get... He got, went down nine times. 
and he was able to win the game basically with his arm. He threw for three touchdowns. Yeah. You know, and, and he looked good doing it. It wasn't like, oh, man, he got lucky. No, he looked good. He threw the ball very well today. I think he was very poised, very decisive. He ran when he had to. And this is a great quality great quality win, and I hope they give him that game ball in the locker room today. Oh, I'm sure he got it. I'd be shocked if he didn't, though. Good team win. Again, those six takeaways. We'll talk about that and more as we continue here. Giants football is brought to you by Verizon, the official 5G network of the New York Giants. Verizon, America's most reliable network. When we come back, we'll open up the phone lines and take your calls at 877-337-6666. 877-337-6666. When we return on Pepsi Giants Extra Point, a Giants 31-19 to victory over the Commanders. You're listening to Pepsi Giants Extra Point on the WFAN Giants Radio Network. This is Nate McLeod, and you're listening to the radio, home of Big Blue, the fan, WFAN, and WFAN-FM, New York. Owl ball signals, takes a snap back to throw, has all day, deep ball, middle of the field, and it's intercepted by the Giants, a diving interception by Nick McLeod at the Giants' 13-yard line. What a play by Nick McLeod there, Bob. He tracked the ball all the way through. Nick McLeod with his first career interception, and it was a doozy. Delayed handoff. Oh, Powell's going to keep it, throw it right, hits the tight end. Ball came out. It's loose on the ground, and it's recovered by the Giants. Logan Thomas had the football. He was running with it, and then he got hit by Micah McFadden. And who else was the other one that came in to deliver a blow? It was Cordell Flott. Or no, Cordell Flott. And the Giants recovered it. End over end kick. Driving into the end zone. Fielded. And run out. Veering hard to the right for the head of steam. Contact at the 30-yard line. Ball's out. Ball came out, but Washington recovered it. Although Nick McLeod says, said the Giants have it. We're waiting for the officials to unpack here. They're saying white ball. It's giant ball. Third turnover of the day for Washington. First and ten at the Giants 35. Handoff Rodriguez. And the drop ball is loose on the ground. Rodriguez coughed it up and the Giants say they have it. And they do. Fourth turnover by the commander. Third and ten for the Washington 38. They roll Howell out to the right, looking, now stopping, throwing it deep downfield. It's a jump ball, and the pass is intercepted by the Giants. Terrible throw by Howell, and Darnay Holmes gets the pick. Fifth turnover by Washington. Takes the Lawrence, hit his Howell calls out signals. Takes the snap, back to throw. Steps up under pressure, runs out of a sack, then lobs it, and it's intercepted by Isaiah Simmons. Running down the left sideline, 20. 15, 10, 5, touchdown Giants! Isaiah Simmons with the pick six to end it with 16 seconds to go. Third interception by Howell, and the Giants take out the broom. They're sweeping Washington again. A large part because of those six takeaways all here, all heard here on the Giants radio network. John Schmelk, Jonathan Casillas, Pepsi Giants extra point. Giants get 24 points off of takeaways in this game. They defeat the Commanders for their third win of the year, 31-19. to And, J.C., we always talk about turnovers being the name of the game. The Giants have been on the right side of it a couple times this year and were not able to come away with victories. But 
plus six. That is the commanders. And again, the Giants <laughs> made good plays on some of these plays, knocking the ball out. Bobby O'Karake punched down on one play. Cordell Flop punched down on one. Uh, McLeod did. He had a good pick, too. Uh, Dexter Lawrence hit uh, Howell when Holmes got the interception. And then, of course, you had the Simmons exclamation point with the pick six. But, I mean, that is putting a game on a silver platter there with six turnovers for the Washington Commanders. You just don't win football games when you turn it over that many times. Not at all, but you still got to convert. You know, I mean, in the, yeah. the Giants' mm-hmm. offense, when they get the for ball sure. short field, whatever the case is, and we just haven't seen that in the past. You know, the Giants created turnovers against Miami, and it didn't go in their favor. Miami still had over 500 yards. They didn't have any points off of turnovers. And now you look at, and I said this earlier, the Giants finally had a complimentary football game. Yeah, it didn't look pretty. On either side of the ball, it didn't look pretty at all. But they got the job done. They were a scrappy bunch. It was a little bit of a fight going on, and the Giants were in the fight, and they ended up winning the fight, you know, towards the game end. And this is what the Giants wanted to see. This is what the Giants faithful wanted to see. They wanted to see a team that can possibly improve. All of the things that happened, two quarterbacks going down, uh, tight end going on IR, this guy going on IR, so many people getting hurt throughout this year. The Giants faithful wanted to see some type of improvement. And I think you saw that today, Schmelk. Pepsi Giants extra point. John Schmoke, Jonathan Casillas, Giants football is brought to you by your local Ford stores. Ford is proud to be the official truck of the New York Giants. For current offers, visit buyfordnow.com. All right, let's go to the phones, 877-337-6666, and start off with Cliff in Manhattan. He'll lead us off today. Hey, Cliff. Hey, guys. Thanks for the rundown. Uh, the, the the complimentary football and the great team game, uh, uh, you know, I felt like we made a mediocre t- we, we were going up against a mediocre team. We made them look like a bad team. And, and we looked like we were better. We could be better than a mediocre team. And the biggest thing I started thinking about, John, was, was your favorite stat. I started thinking about it halfway through the game and all the way through. You were looking for 20-yard plays for the last 12 years. <laughs> I mean, yep. and, and I, I think we might have gotten close to 10 of them. Uh, the Giants in this game, let's see, they had a 40-yard play. To Slayton, you had a 36-yard run by Barkley. You had a 31-yard run by Barkley. You had a 26-catch by Bellinger, a 24-yard catch by Slayton, a 24-yard catch by Barkley, a 21-yard catch by Barkley, and a Wando Robinson 21-yard catch. That is eight plays of 20 or more yards for the New York football Giants in this game, Cliff. Absolutely right. 100% correct. Yeah, that that made me feel really good. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, with the nine sacks, I mean, the guy didn't cough up the ball. I mean, we give them credit for that. You know, I mean, they were really all over him. I mean, they weren't just giving him, you know, little taps. He was hit. Yeah. And, and, and he didn't put the ball up either under pressure, like, like Howell did. Yeah, he did a good job. Thanks, Cliff. Tommy DeVito did a fantastic job protecting the football, making smart throws down the field and accurate throws down the field. I think you've seen Sam Howell. You know, if you look at who's the better thrower of the quarterback when you look at their body of work, I think you give it to Sam Howell. Of course. But tonight... Tommy DeVito was the better quarterback tonight. Yeah. Or it today. was? Today, early today. today. No, 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 I know what you're saying. <laughs> no, look, JC, I'm with you. And you can't say enough about the job Tommy DeVito did. Obviously, he was aided by those takeaways. But the Giants still had to move the ball up and down the field. It's not like those takeaways gave the Giants the ball consistently way deep in the territory of the Commanders. Looking at the Giants' scoring drives in this game, they scored a touchdown on a 45-yard drive, a 62-yard drive, and a 68-yard drive, and then they had a field goal on a 46-yard drive. Those are nice little drives. These are not little, you know, 10, 15 yards. You get the ball at the 20-yard line, and, you know, you just managed to punch it in. The Giants did have to move the ball up and down the field a bit 
uh, over the course of this game. And they had another 41-yard drive that ended on a turnover on downs. So, you know, they did move the ball, J.C. And we look, we talked about the vulnerabilities of this Washington defense and the Giants, especially through the air, were able to take care of it. Yeah, they, they sure did. And, and that's what you want to see. I think you saw progression today. And that's something I don't think we have seen, especially the last couple weeks against the uh, the Las Vegas Raiders, against the Dallas Cowboys. I think you might have seen the team regress a little bit, especially in terms of defense and what they were able to do the, the games prior. But then you saw them play complimentary football today. I, to me, it was a huge surprise. I, I thought the Giants came up huge. Creating six turnovers is insane. I think they went the first four weeks without creating a turnover at all, and then all of a sudden, now they put up six turnovers. When you create six turnovers, you give your chance to win. You give yourself a chance to win every single game you play, no matter what type of team you're playing against. And a team like the Commanders, who is known for throwing the football, and it's crazy, when you look at the Commanders, they ran the ball very efficiently today. And then when they decided to throw, they almost turned the ball over, you know, every time they decided to go heavy on the pass. And I just don't understand it. I mean, like I said, I'll take it however I can get it. But sometimes these, I don't know, DCs, all OCs, they get a little, you know, I don't know, too confident. I don't know 20, what it is. 28 rushes, JC. And again, this is including 35 yards from Howell. So take that with a grain of salt. And that 23-yard run at the end of the game, that obviously didn't mean anything. But 28 for 174, six yards per carry and a touchdown in the run game. Then they went and threw the ball 45 times. You count the sacks in that, and the Howell runs, it was probably closer to 50 dropbacks as opposed to just, uh, let's see, 25 design running plays. So it was almost exactly what the breakdown was heading into this game, right? Between 67 and 70% passing this game in a game where the Giants, once again, did not do a great job slowing down the run game. Yeah, I, I think the the commanders looked at the, Gi- the the Giants' defense and saw that they could be it's almost like a liability if they pass the ball. But hey, the game flow, man, like he look 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 how you running the ball. You know what I mean? And I, like and Eric Bieniemy, former running back, is the OC man. Like he's, and he's all passed. He's London, from Andy Reid school. London man. Fletcher said it before the game. Yeah. He wished they would be more you know p- balanced because if they were able to run the ball, it would have took a the, the, the clock would have ran a little bit more. It would have probably took the ball away from the Giants a little bit. Against the Giants team that has struggled to score, JC, there was no need to throw the ball 50 times no, in this game. No, no. But, I mean, like I said, it, look, the Giants got the win today. It doesn't matter how they got there. It don't matter how pretty, how ugly it looked. Oh, absolutely. But at times, it looked really pretty today. It, it looked really nice today. They, they were able to run the ball a little bit efficiently in the second half. But I think consistently – Battling back from adversity, whenever a sack happens, that's adversity. The Giants were able to make plays out of some of those early sacks in these drives, and they were able to extend those drives by the play of the guys on the outside, the the play of uh, of Tommy DeVito being able to throw the ball efficiently down the field. I mean, he looked like an he looked like he knew how to play football today, Tommy DeVito. Yeah, he did. He played good football, and a guy that was in the locker room post game. And you heard him on the pregame show on the WFN Giants Radio Network is the one and only Paul Dettino, who joins us postgame here, boarding the buses outside uh, FedEx Field down there in our nation's capital. Paul, thanks for calling in. Uh, obviously, the Giants breaking a uh, losing streak here. It's a victorious locker room. There have not been many of those over the course of this year, losing, breaking a three-game losing streak. Uh, just give me a feel for kind of what the mood and tenor was in that locker room after the game. Tremendous relief, tremendous <laughs> jubilation. Uh, this win was a very big source of pride for this team defensively because they were able to uh, 
you know, prevent Washington from getting the game tying or game winning touchdown, I should say, on the final drive. The defensive players were very happy to have that opportunity to lock it down. Uh, so that was their take. And then on the offensive side, guys couldn't say enough about Tommy DeVito, you know, throwing the three touchdown passes. And uh, obviously, you know, the Giants made a bunch of big plays today. We talked about it going into the game, John, that this Washington secondary was very suspect and that you could hit them. And, in fact, that's exactly what the Giants did. They, they shut down Saquon Barkley. I think he had, like, no yards rushing uh, by halftime. Negative two. And then he started to, you know, you know, kind of grind away a little bit. But then also we know the two touchdown catches. In fact, Barkley said, we'll hear the interview later. I don't know if you had a chance to play it yet. Not yet. He said, you know, that first touchdown catch down the sideline, he's like, we ran that constantly during training camp. And I've been asking him, can we run that play, please? They finally <laughs> did. And look how well it worked. Yeah, look, Saquon had a day. You know, you would think that Saquon would be – you know, the focal point when it came to the run game. But the Giants only had, I think, eight rushes or, or, or nine rushes in the first half. But, the, you know, it was the Giants' offense was led by Tommy DeVito's arm. Well, it was clear that the commanders were not <laughs> going to let the Giants beat him with the run game. Yeah, and yeah. look, the commanders, I thought they had a great plan. I think they blitzed a lot on first down, and that was able to stifle the Giants in certain situations. And the run game and play sacks. action. Yep, yeah. get some sacks. And, and the Giants was able to, I think, you know, manipulate their game plan to counteract what the commanders are doing on defense because after that, not to say he was clean after that, but it wasn't those, you know, those those sacks where it looked like he had nothing else to do. There was more like one guy was beat, you know, maybe a blown coverage, maybe Tommy DeVito held the ball too long. But I thought commanders had a good plan at first. The Giants were able to counter counter off of that, and there were no there was no answer to what the Giants were doing after that. So you got to tip well, your hat I'll, to I'll Kafka, tip your hat to, to Wink Martin and what they did today. For sure, but I'll say this. Uh, in the first half especially, Tommy DeVito held the ball much too long, mm-hmm. far too often. And and that really put the offensive line in a bad spot because there were a number of those sacks that, you know what, if he had just gotten the ball out, they could have avoided some of those negative plays. But on the other side of that coin, when you have so many of those negative plays, how many times do we on our shows talk about getting caught behind the chains? And usually if you get caught that many times behind the chains, you drown. That didn't happen with this team today. They kept scratching and they kept clawing and they kept coming back and making play after play after play to make sure that they were allowed to play from ahead. By the way, fellas, let's talk about that for a minute. This team was able to play from ahead for the afternoon, and that was a huge difference. Yeah, absolutely. The the Giants, Paul, you know this year – the Giants couldn't find a way to score a touchdown, let alone points in the first half, first quarter, excuse me, and they were able to do that and jump out to a lead. And even though they couldn't run the ball efficiently in the first half, they were able to control the game with the defense. Now, I didn't think they were going to be able to create this many turnovers, but I thought they would be able to get to the quarterback and fluster him, but they were able to take the ball away. And we all know the number one stat in predicting wins or losses is taking the ball away, the turnover takeaway margin, and the Giants excelled at that, so they created six turnovers ball is amazing fellas I, I would i would I want to add something very important here for for all those folks who think that a team that is quote out of it should tank boy you should have been on the sideline today every single time this team put points on the board or created a turnover or had a defensive sack this bench was electric you would think that they were fighting for first place in this game 
but they were not a team that came in at two and eight. This team wanted a feel good day in the worst way. And they got one today. And, and that's, you know, even talking to Isaiah Simmons, you'll hear that interview a little bit. Very significant to these players that they stuck together and they were able to enjoy this. Paul, good stuff, my friend. Safe travels on the train back home. And we'll see you on Big Blue Kickoff Live on Monday, 1230 on Giants.com. You got it, John. Good to be with you. Paul Dottino joining us from Washington, D.C., out of the locker room. That's victorious for the first time in four weeks. Giants defeat the Commanders 31 to 19. More of Pepsi Giants extra point. When we return, we'll hear from Kayvon Thibodeau, who had two sacks in this game. We'll take some of your calls at 877-337-6666 when we return. You're listening to Pepsi Giants Extra Point on the WFAN Giants Radio Network. This is Kayvon Thibodeau, and you're listening to the radio home of Big Blue, the fan. WFAN and WFAN-FM, New York. Let's give our stations a chance to identify themselves on the WFAN Giants Radio Network. WFAN, WFAN-FM, WFAN-FM HD1, New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Giants defeat the Commanders. Welcome back to Pepsi Giants Extra Point. 31-19 to the score for the Giants. Kayvon Thibodeau, a big game on the defensive side of the ball. Good in the run and the pass game. He finishes the game with two sacks. Also, um, again, a good job setting the edge in the run game as well for Thibodeau, helping to lead that Giants defense to a victory here over the Washington Commanders. Kayvon Thibodeau talked to the media in the locker room after the game. He had two sacks. He is now in the double digits. The first time a Wink Martindale player has ever had double-digit sacks. Here's Kayvon. So, Kayvon, when we look at this stat sheet, we see six takeaways, we see five sacks, uh, a relentless performance by this defense. What made it so special today? Man, just playing hard. You know, it's a division of, uh, opponent, so we knew it was all on the line, and... Uh... It's a game that mattered, you know, so I'm happy we got the win. What about the last drive? Now, Simmons comes up with the pick six to seal it, but what were you guys looking for there as you were trying to close it out? Uh, we just have to stay together. You know, every time a uh, defense gets in one of those positions, you know, um, you could either leave it close or you could uh, finish it, you know, and happily. Luckily, uh, Isaiah was able to finish the game. How nerve-wracking is it that they did have the ball with an opportunity, at least, to try to attack your defense to get the, the winning points? I mean, being a defender, that's what we love. You know, when they got to go down and score, that's another opportunity to get a sack. So, I'm happy with it. All right. Now, you had a couple today, which put you over double digits. The first time Wink Martindale, as a defensive coordinator, has had a 10-plus sack player. What does that say about you? I mean, it's my first time having double-digit sacks in the NFL, man. It's a blessing. Uh, I just got to keep working. What did you guys see in Howell today? When you coming in, he had the most passing yards in the league, so you knew he was going to throw a lot. Did, did that make it any easier to try to track him down? Pressure breaks pipes, so we just had to stop the run, and once we stopped the run, we knew he was going to be in a throwing situation, and um, we had to take that away too. Thank you. Appreciate your time. Five tackles to go along with those two sacks for Kayvon Thibodeau, J.C. And look, Charles Leno is the left tackle for the Commanders, and... These are not, by the way, like designed cheap sacks for Kayvon Thibodeau in this game. He was beating him outside with some pretty good hand usage. Yeah, I mean, it didn't look like he could move that well, uh, the, the tackle. You know, he looked like he was kind of stuck in mud. But, you know, Kayvon Thibodeau took advantage of it. You know, he played hard all game. Like, the guy plays a lot of snaps for the New York football Giants. He's probably around like 90% of the snaps. And, and he's in on pass plays. He's in on rundowns. You know, and he gives you that four quarters of effort. And look, he I've been I feel like he's been taking a lot of unnecessary criticism this year, especially with how poorly 
uh, collectively the Giants have been playing. There's been bright spots on defense, and he has been one of them. And tonight, tonight was another way that he can kind of you know punctuate that second year. There's no sophomore slump here, and he's been very productive. He had great games against Commanders last year, and he's followed up with great games against Commanders this year. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Pete is in Washington D.C. Pete, I'm assuming you're at the game today. Yeah, I did not go to the game. I was in Southern Maryland hanging out with a bunch of friends at a bar, but boy, Howdy was the only Giants fan out there, and I'm pretty happy. About I would it. imagine. <laughs> but hey, listening to you on 660 AM, long-time listener, first-time caller, thank you for taking my call. But I wanted to uh, comment on what the previous caller said. Yeah, um, you know, there's a lot of things going on, and Tommy DeVito, he's out there, he's playing his game. He did hold the ball a little bit too long. I understand that, but hey, listen, he's out there, third string, getting his head around the game. And listen, this was a shot in the arm for all of them. You know, Juice, no, don't tank the, the season. Because what happened when we went 8-8 eight and eight and won the Super Bowl, right? Well, I'm not sure what this has to do with that. No, I'm just saying if they get on the run and they get us to 500, anything, any given Sunday, the Giants may surprise you. Well, well, yes, that's true. And, and Pete, appreciate the call. You can win any game in this league. That's how it works. But I think we need to not think about too far into the future here. Let's take it one game take at a time. One, one game at, I'm going <laughs> to go the Brian Dable route and say, uh, I'm just worried about getting better today. I'm worried about one week at a time here. Look, that's it, man. Let's let's enjoy this win and for what it is. You know, the Giants, it didn't look pretty. You know, Tommy DeVito passes look pretty at times. You know, but the game didn't look pretty. The Giants were sacked a lot. The Giants gave up a lot of yards on defense. They were able to take the ball away. 403 yards for Washington. Hey, let's let's just take it one game at a time. You know, last week it was over 600-something yards they gave up. You are going to be plus six every week. <laughs> right. And that's fine. You know, That's and, okay. And, and you were this week. And there's a tall task on the horizon coming up. You know, you got Bill Belichick. His, rook, his record against rookie quarterbacks, I'm pretty sure, is phenomenal against an undrafted rookie quarterback. Now, Bill Belichick has his own quarterback situation, which is uh, up in the air, yep. to put it kindly. Yep. And and look, the Giants have to be able to play consecutive good games. I think this was a good game, complimentary-wise. And, of course, it, was, it didn't look pretty, but they got the win, right? So let's see if the Giants can capitalize this. The Giants only got three wins, guys. Yeah. There's only three wins on a season. There's a lot of games that were played, 11 games, right, if I'm not mistaken? Mm-hmm. My, my, my math is horrible. Sure. We're at 11, the Giants are 3-8, and that's correct. The Giants need to be able to capitalize and put multiple games together. You 1-0 is the start of a win streak to me, Smoke, and I like that. It's a good start. If we're going to focus on anything, we can focus on next week and next week alone, and that's it. Because at the end of the day, this is no matter what you think of the Patriots, they're not the Patriots of the past with Tom Brady, but no. they're still a team coached by one of the greatest coaches in the NFL going against a rookie quarterback, and that bodes well for him going that he knows what he's going to do to fluster this rookie quarterback and make him make the team probably one-dimensional, and the Giants got to have a great answer like they did today. JC, look, opponents matter, right? I mean, we've talked about this all year. You know, teams that are in and around 500 or better, the Giants have struggled against. They have not won any of those games. Who have they beaten? The Commanders are now three games under 500. Twice. And the Cardinals, who are, what are they, six six games, seven games under 500 Something at this like point? Mm-hmm. So, needless to say, opponents matter. And yeah. when you're playing teams, and look at the Patriots' record next week, their record is similar where it's not something you would write home about, so the Giants should have another great opportunity next week against a very well-coached team in Bull Belichick to see if they can come down with the victory. Hang with us, folks. We're going to say goodbye to our radio network across the country listening to Giants football. 
But we still have a whole lot coming on our local station, WFN, so stick with us. Our next broadcast will be next Sunday when the Giants take on the New England Patriots at MetLife Stadium. Coming home after a three-game road trip, 1 o'clock kick, pregame on our network begins at noon. Thanks for listening to us today, and we'll see you next week on the WFAN Giants Radio Network. Uh, but don't go anywhere if you're on the fan, folks. We got another uh, 45 minutes to an hour to go here talking Giants football with you. And get on the lines. Giants lose. I have 18,000 calls. Let's, let's talk about a victory here. 877-337-6666. Schmelkin Casillas on Pepsi Giants Extra Point. More sound from the locker room from Dexter Lawrence, from Saquon Barkley, and a whole lot more as we continue on Pepsi Giants Point. Pepsi Giants extra point, pardon me, right after this on The Fan. Shotgun set for DeVito. Slayton in the left slot. He had the 24-yarder. DeVito back. Lobs one. Right corner of the end zone for Barkley, who makes the catch and in for the touchdown. Tommy DeVito. Hits Barkley on a wheel route, coming off the right side, and the Giants score a touchdown offensively in the first quarter. The first of three touchdowns for Tommy DeVito in this ball game as the Giants defeat the Washington Commanders 31 to 19. And who else but Tommy DeVito can be our player of the game? Brought to you by Moody's, a proud partner of the New York Football. Giants and and JC, I want to give an honorable mention here as well to Saquon Barkley, who had 140 yards from scrimmage, 83 on the ground, 57 through the air, along with a pair of touchdowns. And those two players offensively for the Giants really led the way. Darius Slayton also four catches, 82 yards in this game. He had to leave the game. I think at the end of the first half, it was he suffered a arm injury on a big hit on a completion over the middle on a crossing route. Yeah, and, and both of those guys didn't have flawless games. They didn't have pretty games, right? Saquon got stuffed up early, was active in the passing game in the first half, and was able to stay stay with it. You know, Kafka was able to, you know, trust in him and give him the ball in the second half on the ground, and he was able to do a lot of things. Tommy DeVito, we said this again and again, was sacked nine times. Usually when a team gets nine sacks, the quarterback stats aren't good, usually. Yeah. But Tommy DeVito was able to stay poised, stay resilient, show his maturity. For a guy that lives at home with his mother, this guy is showing a lot of maturity. And I think this was his wake-up game today. This was his come-to-reality, you know, come-to-Jesus game today. Because the guy flat-out balled, and he got sacked nine times. Like that, That's special, isn't it? Isn't that a special thing that happened today? Let's go to Richard Manhattan. He wants to talk about it on Pepsi Giants Extra Point. Richard, what's going on? All right, fellas, what a game. What an entertaining game. Man, they they restored my faith in the Giants. This DeVito, he was great. This is the best quarterbacking we've had this year in New York, this game. So let's keep it going. Let him play the last five, six, seven games, whatever it is. And uh, who knows? Who knows what will happen next year? Maybe this will be the greatest thing that comes out of it. We have a new quarterback. But this was entertaining. Oh. You know what was funny at the end of the game when the Giants could have, uh, went for it on fourth and two and win the game because if they got the first half. Dayball had a big, a built-in excuse because if he went for it 
and didn't get it. He said, well, last time against the Jets, I didn't go for it. And look what happened to me this time. I did go for it. But uh, I think it was the right call, as it was in the Jet game. But, uh, you know, I always go back to the Tuck game when Oakland on fourth and inches didn't go for it. They punted it. And Brady wasn't Brady yet. And then Brady led them down the field, and they won the game with a field goal, I think, in the snow in 2002. But anyway, today's game was great. And, fellas, nine sacks. Jesus, the last time I remember a quarterback getting nine sacks, I go back to 1962 Thanksgiving Day. The, top, the Lions beat the Packers, and in those days, on Thanksgiving, it was always Packers and Lions. It didn't matter. Lions played, but it was always Lions and Packers. And they sacked Star, I think, 11 times in that game in 62, and they killed. And the Packers went on to win the championship game. Anyway, this kid is great. I loved watching him. And it was a very entertaining game, fellas. It really was. I really enjoyed the game. And uh, look, I watched the games for the rest of the year now. They're not uh, unwatchable, as they were before this. So this was great to watch, fellas. Thank it you, Richard. A pleasure. Thank you very much. Appreciate the call. Let's hear and let's pump the brakes a little bit. Uh, I, I think remember <laughs> opponents matter, and let's let's, and, let's and, pump the brakes there. And you don't a little have bit. to look that far back to see a team, a quarterback that got sacked nine times. Uh, Daniel Jones was sacked ten times this year versus Seattle, which they had eleven sacks total. So you don't got to look that far, and it's the Giants again, the same offensive line. Correct. All right, let's go out <laughs> to the locker room. Saquon Barkley addressed the media after the game, uh, talked about Tommy DeVito and everything the Giants done on offense to walk out of this game with a 31-19 to win. Let's listen in. So, Saquon, you catch two touchdown passes today for only the second time in your career, and, and we've often talked about how much of a passing threat you can be. How great was it to reach the end zone on both of those plays? Uh, I felt great, uh, especially on the first one. It's a play that I've been asking for a long time. Uh, so when we got it called, in my mind, I can't mess this one up. But uh, it feels good to get an end zone twice. Uh, I feel good to get a win. Um, obviously, you know, just being critical myself, this is a lot of stuff I could have done better, uh, especially my pass pro. I will go back, watch film, and, and get ready for next week. How much of a difference does it make for you guys to be able to play from ahead like you did for most of this afternoon? Um, it definitely helps, but, you know, that can't be an excuse. Uh, whatever, whatever the situation is, we got to be able uh, to come together and find ways to win games. And we know recent weeks uh, we haven't been putting out a product, a product out there for anyone to be happy about, but uh, it just feels good to, to get a win again. Tommy DeVito winds up throwing three touchdown passes, and, and I think a lot of people are probably smiling for this guy. It's a feel-good story. Yeah, happy for him, man. He comes he comes in with the right mentality. He's, he's a confident dude um, from Jersey, uh, so excited and happy for that he got his first, uh, first win as a starter. How much Psychological. he's proving people wrong? Because after that first game, the perception was, oh, they don't trust him to throw the ball. Yeah, I mean... Uh, yeah, I definitely think he's pulling people wrong. Um, you know, we, we know what he's capable of doing. It's the NFL. It's the National Football League. Uh, you don't get here by accident. Um, he's, he's a great player, and uh, you know he's stepping up and making a lot of plays for us. What made you certain that he could play? Like, obviously, you didn't know, right, if he was Yeah, you don't know, but I think, you, I think what it – What made you think he could? We, for me, it was, it was uh, even the game where, you know, the first game when he got in, he might have not thrown the ball that much, but just the confidence he came in, uh, the swagger that he has, I feel like it goes a long way. Um, you know, especially for me, uh, I'm familiar that with uh, going back to college, playing with a guy like Trace Missouri, uh, you know, kind of have that same mentality. Um, and, you know, you can see it, and it shows when you go out there and play. Since you say about the pitch out at the last play of the third quarter, um, 
Um, I think you had negative yards before that. I mean, did it almost seem like you were, you know, get out of jail thing there, kind of like, you know, finally? No, uh, I think over, you know, my career I've wanted to continue to be patient, continue to trust it. Um, you know, uh, I feel like obviously a lot of teams' game plans coming to the game is going to be able to stop the run. We definitely felt that from the beginning, kind of similar last week, uh, you know. We get the run game going, but the second half we got it going. We started figuring out. Uh, that's credit to the offensive line. That's credit to the wide receivers, tight ends blocking. Also credit to the coaches coming up with a game plan uh, that we could attack them. Um, but this time we were able to continue to stick with the run and, and, and make some plays. You talk about the uh, first touchdown. You know, you know, getting down the sideline and you know. Uh, yeah, I mean it's a. It's a route that you guys saw all camp, to be completely honest. Um, and I was able to get one-on-one. Uh, I knew that you know they, they were chipping me as I was coming off free release. And so I lined up a little bit wider, and I was able to get one-on-one. Tommy did a really good job of holding off the safety and giving me a great ball, and we, and we, made, and we made a play. You guys made so many big plays today, Saquon. I mean, a lot of people would be surprised by that. But offensively, you guys had a whole chunk of them today. Yeah, I mean, I know. Like I said, we haven't been playing the, the type of football we would like, but it's the National Football League, and you know we still believe in ourselves, and we still think uh, we're a good team, a competitive team, and uh, you know hopefully this win uh, shows that, and just continue to get confidence back in the locker room, and um, you know start one by one and start stacking. JC, you can see the leadership qualities from Saquon talking to the media after the game. Your thoughts on his approach? He's the veteran. You know, it's so crazy because I don't feel like he's been in the league that long, but he has been. This is what, his fifth year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he's a guy that's been, you know, up and down in terms of his health. Sixth year, actually. I'm sorry. Yeah, six mm-hmm. years. Yeah, so he's been he's been in the league for a while. He's he's one of the older veterans. You know, you got, you got Shepard there as well. You know, and he's a guy that, like I said, he's been through a lot, a lot of injuries, ups and downs. You know, he had a lot of success whenever he is healthy, you know, and he's he's like the he's like the thermometer. When you want to know what's going on, just check in with Saquon. You know, he'll give you a good feel in, in what the temperature is like in that locker room, man. He's a you know, he's a team first guy, you know, and, and at, at the end of the day, he, he's for me, I play linebacker. When you're going against a running back like that, that can do things just as well in a passing game as he can do in a running game, like you saw in the first half, he was almost non-existent in the running game. But he had two receiving touchdowns. And that, that first touchdown was it was him as the primary receiver. It wasn't a check down play. He, he ran a real route out the backfield. I think it was on a defensive back. And he made an acrobatic catch. And for some reason, Smokey, I don't know what it is, he make those difficult ones look easy, and sometimes those easy ones look a little difficult. But that's a testament to him. He's a guy that has been prodded and tested and, you know, raked over the fire, I feel like, through his whole career. And now, you know, of course it hasn't amounted to a lot of wins in his career, but this was a huge game for him. It was a huge game for him to be in Tommy DeVito's corner and have him healthy because whenever he's healthy, the Giants do somehow – I'm find some success when he's healthy. Let's take a quick time out. When we come back, we'll go back to your calls at 877-337-6666. Stephen Paul River, you'll be up first when we return on Pepsi Giants Extra Point right here on The Fan. Giants defeat the Commanders 31-19. to And there would be two more after that, and that was the Giants' turning point of the game. They would score a touchdown off of that fumble to extend their lead, and that's why that was the turning point of the game. Listen to Boomer and Geo on our flagship station. 
WFAN tomorrow morning in the 9 a.m. hour for the Giants Turning Point Contest. The first correct caller to name the James Turning Point will win two tickets to an upcoming Giants home game. Schmelk, Casillas, Pepsi, Giants, extra point. 31-19, the Giants improved to 3-8, breaking that three-game losing streak. We'll take more of your calls, but first, one of those guys that had a interception after that fumble strip and recovery is Darnay Holmes, who got to play in this game. His Cordell Flock got ejected after some extracurricular activity on a play at the goal line when it appeared Sam Howell got hit late. He didn't actually because a whistle was not blown on a play. And then Curtis Samuel and uh, Cordell Flott threw some arms after that play, and both players sure got ejected. But Darnay Holmes made the most of his opportunity with a couple of really nice tackles and that interception. Let's listen to Darnay downstairs. My role today was pretty much fill the spot that my boy uh, Flott had. You know, then yeah. he went down and kicked him out, so I had to make sure I was my brother's keeper. Did you tell him that? Oh, yeah. Now, he always knows since day one, no matter what was going on. That's my dog, man. Uh, we always take vacation with each other, and we always make sure that we're on okay. our uh, best behavior. So uh, when he got kicked out, I had to make sure to let him know that the spot ain't going to be a void. I'm going to make sure that I, I handle it with care. So he and the Washington guy would just scrap it, and they kicked them both out? Yeah, they had him pinned up against the wall. So they, what you going to do? Fought. against the wall. What you going to do? Fight the flight. pinned up against the wall? Uh-huh. So we fought. Had to. And that was it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you were the best. Thank you. Um, big day for you defensively as a team, both of you yourself. How do you feel? What, what was the big difference today going up, up against the Commanders? Uh, when it's a division game, it's just a different approach that you have. You know, at the end of the day, we've been seeing these boys, well, for me, I've been seeing them for like the past four years, you know, so we know what we was getting into, but also uh, we came in with the approach of let's be dominant. You know, let's be dominant, let's play for our brother, and most importantly, let's play for the, uh, the last name on our jersey, you know. So we had an attitude, you know, good things happen. Now, you had a big pick. Pinnock uh, ended up dropping one. Are you guys going to throw him in the kangaroo court, or what are you guys going to do? Uh, so pretty much when we see a drop pick on film, we all got to drop down and give 20 push-ups. So uh, we don't have to drop down and give 20. And at the end of the day, it's a part of the game. And I know he want to get that one back, but we have to make sure that uh, we have to get the other ones that was out there for him. Is there a competition with you guys? Because, I mean, the, today – there was so many, uh, you know, turnovers. Simmons was the one who was able to take them back. Yeah. Is there a competition? Is there a reward for that, for getting back into the end zone? Uh, the reward is uh, when it's time to talk to the people upstairs, that's a reward. <laughs> you want to be truthful. But uh, outside of that, though, the reward is just the work we put in each and every week. You know, uh, playing on Sunday is a reward. You know, uh, our practices are way harder than the game. And, all these plays that you're seeing on a, a game field, we've been making them a practice, you know. So for them to come to life like that, it's just a blessing. Pete Hoffman dig it into it there. And I think what Darnay meant, JC, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, when you go upstairs, that's when you start negotiating the contract he's talking about, correct? Oh, yeah. I thought he was talking about the man meant. upstairs. <laughs> no. I <laughs> Oh, I Something tells that. you when you go up to the pearly gates, John, I don't think they're like, well, how many picks did you have? I'm not sure that's so going to go into the uh, consideration there. I, I, look, I like it. Look, he was John, talking about. John, thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not steal. <laughs> Unless you're on defense and you could take that ball as much as you want. Yeah, I, I, look, he, he talked about, you know, him stepping up for, you know, flop being injected from the game. Number one, I like that in, in a lot of different ways. 
Number one, you know, Darnay Helms, he's been receiving a lot of slack about, you know, his play at defensive back, and he was ready. He showed that he was ready to play. He had some amazing tackles today, pretty good coverage, I think, all game. Then he also talked about stepping up in place of Flott because Flott was kicked out because his back was to the wall, and he was basically getting, like, jumped by um, several different commanders' guys. They were giving him the business. Yeah, they yes. were, and, and he wasn't even the culprit no, in this, in this situation. No, he was That's he, he, he caught, like, some stray fire, and he fought back and and hopefully you know you like to see that right I, I do like to see it because I mean at the end of the day like he was he was being attacked you know I, you got to be smart about throwing a punch and stuff like that because they will let you fight without throwing a punch they will let you kind of go back and forth meaning you won't get disqualified oh, so from I have the a question game. for you then but go back to your days what was your best fight moves so I don't get ejected when you were a player. Like, I want to do something, but I don't want to get ejected? Okay. What kind of sneaky okay. tricks did you I, do? I got one. Okay, so what do you got? One time, it was got? a fumble. Was a, we were playing the Jets at home, uh, of course. <laughs> and and what, it was a fumble. I think Ivory fumbled. And one of the offensive linemen had the back of my helmet grabbed. This is when and, you were with, the, with the Giants. With the, with the Giants, okay. And he was holding my head down, okay. and I couldn't get up. And the play was going on, and I just couldn't move. And I had the only thing I had... My arm was between his legs. Oh boy! And I lifted up and oh boy! It was I did it hard. I don't think he played for the rest of the game. And then afterwards, when I did the appeal, I was like, "Yeah, man, I was just trying to defend myself. I, I was aiming for his stomach." They started laughing at me. I think it was James Thrash who was the guy I appealed to. He started laughing. He was like, "You weren't aiming at his stomach, bro. We know what you're aiming at." And I lost the appeal. I got fined. I don't know ten thousand dollars or whatever the case is, but I didn't get ejected. So I played the rest of the game, and I got fined after the fact. Now, doing that might be something they do talk to you up at the Pearly Gates, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go for that type yeah. of region. Hey, man, but look, the, the guy was twice my size, holding me by the back of my head. So I was just trying to defend myself, man. Hopefully the guy had kids after that. <laughs> Hey, you never know what goes on in those NFL pileups, dude. There's stuff that nobody talks about. Let's go to Steven Pearl River. He's up next on Pepsi Giants Extra Point. What's up, Steve? Steve going once. Steve going twice. I'm here. Hey, go ahead, Steve. I'm sorry. I tried to tap you in here. The uh, screen didn't work. Go ahead. So um, my, my question is, that you know, I don't want but the T word was bandied about all week. That would be tanking, right? Yep. Yes. The T word was bandied about all over the airwaves, et cetera. And just, I'm wondering from the player's standpoint, Jonathan, like, how much do you guys hear that? And, you know, it just lock, locker room wise, how does that affect anything? Because <laughs> guess what? There was no tanking today. You know, I mean, I just, I, and I just find it hard to believe that especially the NFL where, you know, any play could be your last play. Why anyone, why that would be a thing, especially when it cost Doug Peterson his job a couple of years ago. That's what I, I mean, could, you know, you can make the argument for that. So just that, and, and part two of my question is, guys, okay, here the Giants are, you know, they've, they've won three games. Realistically, how far do you guys think, you know, when you look at it, like how far away is it? Because let's face it, like the NFL is it's a league that's based on availability, you know, health and everything. How how close are the Giants? Now you're talking about, just, just I want to be clear, um, Steve, you're talking about close sure. to competing for a Super Bowl, close to competing for a playoff well, spot well, again. Well, well improve, you know, the way they went, 
from the year before last year to last year and now to this, you know, the like, how close are they to like some kind of a bounce back? And I'll hang up and let you guys do it. But I really want to hear addressing this, the the T word crap. I'm not even going to say it. Yeah, absolutely, Steve. No, appreciate the call. So, JC, why don't you address the the T word first and then we'll talk about the other stuff. I I played on several teams where where we weren't really that good. Uh, Giants being, you know, won in 2017. I think we won three games that year. That was a rough year. Yeah, it was a rough year. Uh, Tampa, I think we won two or three games one year and then four games another year. And that's just not something that is discussed. That's not something that's talked about. And players, it would be detrimental to their career if they don't play hard and play up to what I think is the standard of NFL play because their jobs would be at risk. They won't be able to have another job the next year if they're not playing at a high level. This is a production league. And if the Giants would have continued down the slope of how they showed they were playing the last couple weeks and lost this game, then everything gets jumbled up. Everybody's job is at risk. I'm talking about every single person, every every single player, every single coach. That's just how the business works. And then Mara, he's a prideful guy. Mara has been a part of several Super Bowl teams. He knows what it's like when, it's, when he has a good team. He knows what it's like to be successful and smell and sniff a championship and what that looks like. So he's not going to allow these things things to get out of control when it comes to winning games and having winning football. The Mara family will not tank. No, Period. no Stop. way. No Period. way Stop. whatsoever. And, and they shouldn't. And and yes, the, the number one pick. And players it, and coaches, by the way, never tank either. Like That, no, that is not never. something. They're too competitive. It's, 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 it's the in jo- their it's, soul, But it's their man. jobs, yeah. too. Yeah, I mean, like, they pride in this stuff. I, like, I never even thought about doing that. And I, I was part of the Tampa team. I got traded that year. But the following year, they picked Jameis Winston, meaning they had the number one pick overall. And there was no tanking there. It was just that they weren't a good team. They were just bad. Yeah, they weren't, yeah. they weren't a good team. The and, only tanking that can happen is if at the front, office tears things down in the offseason in terms of talent. Yep. And everyone thought that's what Arizona was doing this year. Well, then Miami a, sudden, a few years ago. Right. And then all of a sudden, Josh Dobbs starts playing well. Yep. And, you know, Kyle Murray gets back. And all of a sudden, because the players and the coaches do a good job with a roster that maybe, you know, the people that look at, like us, that look at the roster on paper in the offseason didn't think was any good. But because the players and coaches did a good job scheming, executing, and all that stuff. All of a sudden, you win a football games. It's, yeah. it's just how it goes. And if it if it ever is a thing where people think that a team could possibly be tanking, it's not the coaches and it's not the players because their jobs are up for at stake. If you had the number one pick overall, you have an opportunity to get a really, really good player, possibly the number one player coming out depending on what your needs are. But that means you sucked. That means you were terrible the year before. And you know what happens with terrible teams? Uh, they get dismantled. They fire players and, yes. and everything else. Yes. So correct. it's 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 a big gamble to try to even suggest something like that. But players, they're all prideful players. Guys played when you get to the league, you've already been playing football for ten plus years. You know, you're a prideful guy. You want to win games, you wanna make plays. And your production matters. So if you're not producing in the NFL, if you take a step back and if you're not playing as hard or as well as you were when you possibly had a chance of making the playoffs, people will see that on film. And the team see that. The coaches see that. And they're just not going to tolerate that type of stuff. And as for his other question, you know, how long do you have to look at for this team to get back into? And I think the way he put it is playoff contention, right? Mm-hmm. I don't, he's not talking Super Bowl. I think Super Bowl is probably a couple years away, potentially, you yeah. know, competing for that. But to go back to the playoffs, all you need is better health, a little bit of an easier schedule, yeah. a few more breaks, add a couple guys, maybe add a receiver, maybe add a couple offensive linemen. 
There's no reason that this team can't be in and around 500 again next year, at least in my opinion. I, I, I agree with you fully. And the, the the thing is, we talked about this last year. We talked about this this year. The Giants have to be able to compete in their division. Right now, the Giants have the commander's number. There are two other teams in a division that has the Giants number. The Giants haven't beat the Eagles in a very long time. The Giants also haven't beat the Cowboys in a very long time. And by the way, in games that are not close. Right, yeah. They get embarrassed every right. single... Mm-hmm. So when the Giants can close the gap in the division, then we can start talking about other things. But and until... this is why all offseason we were like, have they closed the gap? Have they closed the gap? Right, because and, and no, they have not closed the gap. Because if you really think about it, who is setting the kind of the measuring... Who's the measuring stick in the NFC. It's the Philadelphia Eagles. And who is the other team that's making a lot of splash? Who's another team that's going to make it to the playoffs? It's the Dallas Cowboys. Those two teams are in the Giants division. And and, and they're not going anywhere, by the way. And if the Giants can't do well against them, the Giants luckily last year, the Giants went 1-4-1 in in a division and was able to sneak into the playoffs. Which is unheard of, by the way. That just does not happen. You don't have one win in a division to get into the playoffs. It just doesn't happen. That's correct. The Giants were almost gifted that last year, and now you're seeing, look, a Giants team that was ravished by injuries, two quarterbacks, both both capable of winning games. Starting left tackle, you're running back. Everybody was hurt. Right. Everybody was hurt this year. I don't think that's going to happen, you know, consistently for the Giants in the future, but you got to be prepared for anything. And right now, I don't want to take anything away from Tommy DeVito and what he did tonight because that was some miraculous playing. It's a miraculous throwing of the football from an undrafted free agent. Where is he from, Schmelke? Uh, who's that, DeVito? Yeah. He he would be from Syracuse by way Come of on. Illinois. Come in, on. In the big, what is it, Big 22 Come now? It's not even Big 10 anymore, is it? The, like, big, Come on. Big 24, is it's that what it is It's a J word. Come on. Say oh, it. you're going for New Jersey. Jersey, baby. Oh, I didn't realize he was from New Jersey. Really? I, I didn't know that. Jeez. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Manja, as Bob Papa would say after the game. All right, let's take one more call here. Let's go to uh, Frank in Syosset. He wants to talk a little bit about Tommy DeVito here. Frank, what's going on? Hey, guys. Happy day today. Great victory. A lot of fight today. It's fantastic. Um, how many other teams can say that they have three quarterbacks on their team that are all capable of playing football like we do? Yeah, it's a nice luxury to have. But again, remember, keep in mind it's one game and the opponent you're playing. But, Frank, you have to like what you saw today. Well, I'm sure there are a lot of eyes that seen with Tommy DeVito, the, the potential that's there. The natural talent and the potential that's there. Uh, I'm sure a lot of eyes from other teams on all levels seen seen that or are gonna are, are gonna hear about it or something, you know. So I I hope we don't. Uh, I'm not trying to get ahead of myself here, but I I just hope that I mean Tyrod Tyrod's very talented too behind DJ. Uh, but Tyrod's what 34 35 years old. I mean he is a better player right now than Tommy DeVito is. Tommy DeVito had a better game than him today. Hey, Tyrod had a couple of really nice games when he was in for the Giants. He did. He's a veteran, but I'm saying uh, one day when the day comes that, you know, Tommy feels he's got to hang it up. I mean, I wouldn't want to lose. Uh, there's a lot of potential there with Tommy DeVito. I wouldn't want, you know what I'm saying? No, look, Frank, you hope that the way Tommy DeVito has played today and the flashes we saw, you know, throughout the year is that he can develop into a, a really good backup quarterback yeah. for the long term. That's what I'm trying to say. Right. I'm with you 100%. Yeah, you know what, Frank, you know what I noticed too? 
Because if yep. you look at like the Raiders, right? The Raiders had a spark when they when they hired Antonio Pierce and moved them up to head coach. They had a spark. And, and they actually kinda, played pretty well against and, Miami and, today. And too. you're seeing them. You're seeing a, a different type of team than you saw, especially that the week before. I think they played Detroit Monday night. They they looked horrible. And the Giants, they looked horrible last week. Not so great against the Raiders. Tommy DeVito, I think he's providing a spark. Now keep in mind, DeVito was the starter last week when they also looked horrible. Right, but he didn't play well. He didn't make the plays. No, no. right. Offensively, again because of the defense you're playing right, right right offensively the the Giants had a spark today and it was provided by Tommy DeVito right and I go back to the Arizona Cardinals game remember they were down the Giants were down 20 to 0 and then all yeah. of a sudden the Jalen Hyatt pass happened yeah. and all of a sudden mm-hmm. boom sure. the offense lit up and the defense had stop after stop after stop making a punt the ball almost every single drive after that and the offense scored every single drive after that they the Giants needed to play complimentary football to provide that spark and the Giants just haven't it's been one-sided for most of the season. The defense has been coming up with all the plays, all the stops, but usually that's led to no points, turnovers, turnover on downs, or or punts. And the Giants finally figured out a way to score some points offensively today, and I think that's going to bode well for the future because Tommy DeVito provided a spark. That's not just going to be reminiscent for tonight, but also for practice and for next week as well. Final point, Frank. Hope so, guys. Hope so, guys. I'm right there with you. Appreciate the call, my man. Good stuff. Thanks. All right, let's take a quick timeout. We'll come back. Dave and Jackson will get to you when we get back. Adam and Woodmere, 877-337-6666. Plus, Dexter Lawrence and Isaiah Simmons with the pick six exclamation point to clinch the victory. All that when we return on Pepsi Giants Extra Point. The Giants defeat the Commanders 31-19. to We'll be right back right here on The Fan. Back here on Pepsi Giants Extra Point, John Schmoke, Jonathan Casillas. Casillas saving me with the uh, Tylenol cold and flu here from sounding terrible on the air. Really appreciate that. I'm You're sure welcome, the fan. My brother. I'm, I'm sure the fans at home do as well. They don't want to hear like a, a weed whacker on the air here. I'm hacking and wheezing. You were a little hoarse earlier. I was a little hoarse earlier. Feeling better now, thanks to JC. Good teammate. Uh, Giants with a big win. Isaiah Simmons with the exclamation point. Pepsi Giants extra point. 31 19 victory. Schmoke Casillas with you. Isaiah Simmons with the pick six to close out the game and get the Giants over 30 points for the second time this year. He addressed the media downstairs after the game. Then we'll get to Dave and Adam on the phones. Feeling of, of being a big contributor like that today? Um, yeah, Isaiah. Yeah, it was just really just like see ball, get ball, you know. Um, I knew that he liked to um, result to his tight end um, as an early outlet, yeah, um, especially when McCarran's taken away, so... Um, really just, you know, doing my job and uh, just making the plays that come to me. Isaiah, you had a pick six with Arizona prior, and now this is the second time you've had it. How was this one different from the first, and does this one mean more because it's your first one with the Giants? Um, you know, I I don't take any play, you know, for granted. Um, love this one, just maybe not as much as my other one, just because it was my first one. But, you know, um, every moment, you know, I just appreciate it the man above just for allowing me to be able to make those type of plays but um you know it's all it's always a great feeling you know just to be able to to get a to a pick six i mean interception alone they're hard to get so they're hard to come by um you know it's just that feeling is just kind of just like a just like a different kind of high you know just something that you just never you just never want to get rid of um but you know, real appreciated of it. Just, but like I said, just making the plays that come to me. Was it in slow motion when you were able to grab the ball? Did Did you know that there was nothing but clean uh, real estate in front that you were going to take it to the house? Yeah, I mean, I'm glad it was. My calves was cramping bad while I was running, but um, um, yeah. Um, once I saw it was clear, you know, I was like, it's go time. So um, even though I was cramping, I'm glad I made it to the end zone. <laughs> 
Did Wink say anything to you after? Uh, I mean, everybody's just happy for me, um, just giving me praise. And so, see, <laughs> the guys are all happy for me. So. That's the kind of player, though, that you are, Absolutely. right? I mean, you have that skill set to change games, and along Absolutely. with some teammates today, the defense did. Absolutely. Um, that's. I mean, that's how I view myself as a player that is able to make plays that are able to change the game. So, um, like I said, um, <clears throat> if I'm not able to just go out there and showcase it every play, you know, the plays that I'm in, I'm going to take full advantage and make sure that they feel me every time I'm in there. Six takeaways on defense and then five sacks also. What made this such a stellar defensive day for you guys? Man, I think everybody just, you know, just putting everything that's happened to us to the side and um, really just playing for, for one another, uh, just playing for your brother next to you. Um, knowing that, you know, he's trying to take care of his family, you're trying to take care of your family or whatever your why might be, um, you know, just out there playing for each other and, and just knowing that the guy next to you, you know, he has a why of why he's out there. So just not being able to go out there and just not let your, your, your boys down, um, I really think that's what, what really helped us all just come together. Um, even when things aren't going good, just everybody just understanding what our objective is and, you know, just playing for each other. So how much of a shot emotionally and mentally is this for this team to be able to get this win after so many tough weeks? I mean, yeah, I mean, I think it's great. It's a good feeling for us to have right now, but we're going to celebrate it today. <clears throat> but when it comes tomorrow, um, you know, we'll, I'm sure all of us will watch the game on the way back to New York. And um, after that, you know, we'll, we'll put it to bed and, and, and start preparing for the next week. Um, you know, as much as you want to hold on to these feelings, uh, you know, the NFL, in the NFL, you gotta you gotta move on quickly, uh, regardless if it's during the game by the next play or if it's you know after a win. These are the type of plays they wanted Isaiah Simmons to make, JC, when they brought him in for that seventh round pick. Great athlete, you have to focus that athleticism properly. But when you can, you can get plays like this. Man, that was an incredible interception that he had. Like that was. Over the shoulder, you know, first of all, defenders, they're not really giving credit for the, the, the hands they have. But the pick that Isaiah Simmons had and, and McLeod had early in the game, those are tremendous ball plays. Like, those are plays that our receivers <laughs> – I'll leave that up for you guys to speculate on what I would say. But the Giants' defense came up huge today with six turnovers with two of the most, I think, incredible picks that you'll see all year long. Yeah, absolutely. Played really well. Uh, we got a little more sound from the locker room. Xavier McKinney and Dexter Lawrence will get Can to that Can I just say second. something real quick? Because I'm no, looking at can't. these callers. No, I'm all. looking at these callers. And you guys better not be on coming on here talking crazy about my boy Tommy DeVito. No, I'm we got Dave and Jackson. He wants to praise Tommy you, DeVito. Dave. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> talk to Casillas. Sing to the choir here, brother. <laughs> First of all, Jonathan, love you. That's great. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be really, really reasonable with my Tommy DeVito thing here. But first, John, I just want to tell you something. I used to call years ago when you were on with Kevin Burkhardt and you were the uh, call screener. You were always great, and I'm so happy to see you. You're you know, making it big with the Giants and everything. I listen to all your uh, threads. I appreciate that, Dave. Thank you. Unfortunately, I cannot find that Kevin Burkhardt show open that I cut for him back in the day with Shaft. I can't find it. I, 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 I'm afraid that's lost to radio history, Dave. <laughs> that was it was a great one, by the way. Anyway, okay, quickly on Tommy DeVito. The story's a great story. I mean, no matter what happens from here on in, this guy lives twenty minutes from the stadium and he has a great game. It's just good for him. I'm I'm really I'm really happy. But but I, I to me the season now is about not wins and losses, but it's about seeing what you have for the future. And if Tyrod Taylor comes back and Tommy DeVito is showing he's an NFL quarterback, I don't want to see Tyrod Taylor. Down. I know what he is. 
You know what I mean? So, so, so let me keep going with this kid, and let's see really what we have, because I know what Tyrod Taylor is. All right, Dave, I, I'm, I'm going to throw a hypothetical at you here, and I hate hypotheticals, and I'll yell at fans who are doing it to me, but heck, I, I'm the host. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> so next week, Dave, if Tommy has some, uh, if he starts seeing some ghosts against Bill Belichick, and he has a little bit of a rough game, and Tyrod and the Giants, let's say they lose to the Patriots, and you come back after the bye, Tyrod Taylor is healthy, what do you do? You're asking me. I mean, I'm, I I keep going with him. I okay. want to see what I have in this kid. I want to go through the ups and the downs, and let's see. And if he's not an NFL quarterback and he loses us games and Tyrod would have won one or two, who cares? At least I know he's nothing, you know? That is a that uh, is a I good, consistent answer, Dave. Yeah. No, I appreciate I, the call, man. Good stuff. Appreciate it. I Always like good, it. Good yeah. talking to you again, man. I, I like it. Yeah, I, I think Dave has a point there, you know. And I don't think that's what they'll do, by the way. I think when Tyrod's ready to come back, I think. Unless, I look, mean, if Tommy, like, blows up next week and plays great, yeah. maybe it's a different conversation. Um, and we'll have to wait and see. But I, I would guess that once Tyrod's ready to go, they go back to Tyrod. But uh, I haven't I, talked to anybody. I, I that's just wanna, a guess. I want to say yes because I think Tyrod, overall, he's a better quarterback than Tommy DeVito. And he's also earned it, by the way. But but you also could go with the high hand. You know, if the Giants are rolling, if they go ahead and, and beat the Patriots next week with Tommy DeVito running the football, throwing the football, whatever no, the case that's fair. is. That's fair. You know, I think you allow him to, you know, let the high hand go. You know, don't don't. Don't go against them. Don't go away from, I think, what has worked. And that would have been the first time the Giants have strung back-to-back wins this year because of the quarterback play. Giants TV, presented by Bob's Discount Furniture, is the official connected TV app of the New York Giants. Available for free now on Apple TV, Roku, Amazon, Fire TV, and inside the Giants mobile app. Stream game highlights, interviews, TV shows, and more exclusive video content with Giants TV. We'll come back. A little more sound from the locker room. Then we'll wrap things up on Pepsi Giants Extra Point. On a victory Sunday, Giants defeat the Washington Commanders 31-19 to behind three touchdown passes by Jersey Tommy DeVito right here on The Fan. We'll be right back. Back here on Pepsi Giants Extra Point, John Schmilk, Jonathan Casillas on a Giants win, breaking a three-game losing streak. They improved to 3-8, and defeat the Washington Commanders 31-19 to behind three touchdown passes by Jersey Legend. Is is legend fair now, JC, or is that too much? He's already a legend, bro. <laughs> That's He's fine, already asking. a legend, hey, baby. I am, I am a transplant to Jersey. I cannot proclaim Jersey legends, <laughs> but you can. So, you, so you're saying Jersey yeah, legend? Yeah, bro. He just beat okay. the Commanders. Bro, he threw for three touchdowns, had a whole bunch of yards. He looked great doing it. He did his little, you know, little, you know, shavuzi thing. You know, <laughs> what is that called? Shavuzi, the manja? the manja, the manja. Yeah, he did that. You know, the the moxie. You know, at least I think that's what it is. That's what Bob Papa called, and I'm going to go with Bob. I'm not Italian, so. Hey, but you heard what Saquon said about him. He spoke very highly of him. He didn't speak like, oh, man, we need to protect this kid. He's like, yo, he plays with Moxie. He plays with, you know, that 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 you know that swag that you want, you know. And this is a third-string quarterback. This is an undrafted free agent. This is a guy that was not supposed to play probably ever. And he's starting, and he's beating teams. Well, one team. They beat a team. I'm getting excited. I'm sorry. Now, a man that could end up being a Giants legend when all is said and done if he continues this high level of play is Dexter Lawrence. He had a sack today, and he talked to the media after the game. What about the commanders that you have their number? Oh, me personally? Um, <laughs> I think I got a lot of people's numbers. <laughs> um, you know, the division games are big for me, um, and, you know, it's big for this team, and I know I'm a guy that, you know, the team goes as I go, so I always got to have that motor and always have that, you know, that want to throughout the whole week. Um, you know, again, big divisional rivalry. A lot of the fans, though, I'll be honest, are, are looking at what the team is going forward in the future. The win 
is it more important for you guys as a team? Or are you looking about next year? What are you? Where are you looking? At? Um, my message to the team is we can't listen to the outside noise. We still, at the end of the day, we still have the how many ever games that we have this season to go out there and prove who you are as an individual and who you are as a team. You know, at the end of the day, you still got to play to the best of your abilities and all that you do. And, you know, whatever the outcome is, you, you'll be happy with it because you played your best. What's the message to the fans? Uh, just believe in us and, you know, just keep riding with us. And, you know, the train, the train, keep the, we're going to keep stacking and we're going to keep going. How about Hoffman throwing the tanking question at Dexter Lawrence postgame, man? How about that? That's bold, Pete. I know. That's Dexter bold, Lawrence is a Pete. large man. <laughs> right. Now, 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 now he's in a good mood after a win. So, so you probably feel a little bit better about right, it, right? Right, right, right. You, you know, it's timing. You gotta, it's all about timing, you know? And, and by the way, notice, I, I love how we phrase it, you know, people are saying. I'm not saying right. that, but there are people saying that. Don't believe me. I'm just listening to the people. He lucky Dexter was it. smiling because that's not a man <laughs> that huge of a human being oh, that you want to upset and be that close so he could possibly grab you. Because you see what he does to 300-pounders on a daily basis. And quarterbacks. Everyone. It's not great. Just moves people out the way. It's not. But he's happy. He got a win. He balled out. He had a great game. Throwing people left and right. You know, and, and he was right. And again, I, only one sack, but he was in the backfield yeah, all game. And, and uh, look, the self-awareness is there. I, how many times have I said the defense need to have a good game? Dexter Lawrence need to have a good game. Like, he he's self-aware. He understands his importance to this team. And he, they go by how he goes. And he played lights out. And usually when he played lights out, they do well. Usually that doesn't equal wins this year because he's had great games and the, the defense has had great games and the offense didn't really, you know, capitalize on some of those things. Six turnovers a day, giving some short field position, giving the ball back, and then Tommy DeVito capitalized on every opportunity that he had today. And like I said, when I started this, this program, the Giants finally played a four-quarter game of complimentary football, and you could throw some special teams in there as well. Yeah, fellow teammate Xavier McKinney, who played well on defense in this game. Washington, by the way, not one pass of 30 or more yards. They're one of the more explosive offenses in the league. They, they had a 29-yarder. You look confused. They were close. They, they got one 29-yarder, <laughs> just short of 30. So, by the way, for our over-under pregame, there are only three 30-yard plays in the game. So, all of us lost when we went over three and a half. Oh, no. And you all kind of mocked me like, oh, three and a half. That's kind of low, Schmelk. This is an easy one. Guess not. Dang it. Xavier McKinney downstairs after the game. Let's listen in. Xavier, how about the idea that so many of you on defense were actual playmakers today? Say that again? How much does it help that so many of you on defense were actually playmakers today? Like you were you were making plays that were impacting the game. Uh, Interceptions, that kind of thing. Like those big plays. Yeah, I think go back to the same thing I said. We all try and win games and it's pretty simple. I, I didn't hear what you said. I'm sorry. Did um, did you it was on the touchdown? Was there a whistle? Was there not a whistle on, on you know with started the fight? I mean, what you know, you seem to be, you know, he was running, seemed to be running parallel and he was out of bounds. What happened on that? Uh, I mean, he scored. Um, but we won the game, so I'm happy. <laughs> I mean, you don't you don't want to see a guy get thrown out, obviously. You know, no, so, I don't. You know, I mean, so so is it that could that have been avoided or? You know, if somebody blows the whistle quicker, I mean, you know, well, what? It was kind of an odd situation, it seemed like, you know? We won the game. Man. Yeah. It's, it's passive. We okay. do it. Uh, what, uh, you guys obviously played great as a team. With an incredible amount of, uh, kind of 
gutsiness and laws and so on, and effectiveness. What do you think of the idea that, based on people saw this last two games, they saw the film, and they said, this team is not tanking. You know what I mean? Like they see these results and they think, this team doesn't have that zest anymore that you guys showed today. Do you feel like you answered any of those doubts? And what did you think about I don't think. People question your product. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Me personally, I don't really care what anybody thinks or how they feel. Um, as long as we go out there and win these games, I'm happy. Um, and I think a lot of these guys in this locker room are, feel the same way. So uh, we're one to know for this for this game, and that's that was our you know our plan. We went in, we won the game, and so we're good. That's David McKinney after the game, JC, and, and you know he's been through it a little bit with with some stuff with uh, with the media over the past couple of weeks. But again, an overall great performance by the defense, and you look at the safeties. And we'd have to we have to look at the twenty two and look at some of the advanced stats, but from our naked eye, it seemed like a little bit less blitzing and tight man today and maybe a little bit more zone. And I wonder if they went in that direction because of how many explosive plays they gave up last week to Dallas, nine passes of twenty five or more yards. I think it's always smart to self scout, you know? And I think that I think the Giants are doing a good job at that this year. And you know, maybe that's just this game, you know. But it, when you have an identity and what you're normally used to doing, and you you throw a counter or a switch up or a curveball or whatever ball you want to throw off of it, you know, it, it works at times if you can do it at the right time. You can capitalize by catching the team off guard, and I think that's what they kind of did today. Sam Howell has lit the league up this year in terms of him throwing the ball down the field. Three straight games of 300 yards, man. Almost 400 yards against uh, the Eagles. Eagles. Almost 400 yards against uh, uh, Chicago. Like, this guy understands how to get the ball down the field to some really, really good receivers. He leads the league in passing yards, for goodness sakes. And and the Giants did a tremendous job against him. Yes, he had some some yards today, but he wasn't comfortable. The Giants, every ball that was up in the air was Contested. You didn't really see a lot of guys running free like you've seen in, in weeks prior. The Giants defensively, I think, did a tremendous job. Yes, they allowed a lot of yards. They didn't stop the run, which is probably the number one priority every single week. But creating six turnovers, I really can't speak. Like, I don't even know if I've ever been a part of that before, a defense that created six turnovers. No, six is a lot. And and, when, and now they give themselves a chance to finally win a game, and they was able to do so with some really good quarterback play by Tommy DeVito. And let's face it, the Giants haven't really had good quarterback play, and the Giants went through three quarterbacks this year. Daniel Jones, Tyrod Taylor, and Tommy DeVito. Two guys went down, Daniel Jones went down twice, Tyrod Taylor went down, and even when they was healthy, quarterback play for the New York Giants wasn't that great, but I think you saw some pretty good quarterback play tonight. And it's going to be a challenge next week. Let's look ahead. Giants take on the Patriots pregame right here on The Fan next Sunday at 11 a.m., 1 p.m. kickoff. Bill Belichick, we know about the old Sam Darnold seeing ghosts. We know what he's done against rookie quarterbacks throughout his career, confusing them, sending their head into a whirlwind, not sure what they're looking at. No one's better at it than Bill Belichick. So even though the Patriots are struggling this year, J.C., and there's all sorts of controversy and you know rumors swirling up there about Bill Belichick, this is going to be a real tough go and a real test for Tommy DeVito against a Bill Belichick uh, structured defense. Yeah, and, and Bill, he has rookie quarterback's number. Like the Giants got the commander's number. He has rookie quarterback's number. So let's hope this be this this is an anomaly and Tommy DeVito can play well because if I was a defensive coordinator and I got a young undrafted rookie quarterback that's coming or we're going into, you know, their stadium, I'm gonna blitz him 
every single play I get a chance to, and I'm going to let him try to beat us, and I'm going to try to take away Saquon Barkley. But, you know, I'm not, you know, Bill Belichick. I'm not a defensive coordinator. I'm, I'm, you did play for him, though. Yeah, I'm, but I'm just a guy on WFAN for the New York Giants right now with, with, with John Schmelk. <laughs> JC, this was fun, man. Good stuff. Yeah, finally get a win, baby. Let's go, Connor. Absolutely. Giants defeat the Raiders 31. Uh, the Raiders. They defeat the Commanders 31-19 down at FedEx Field. Giants now 3-8. and eight. As I mentioned, our next broadcast is on next Sunday at 11 a.m. Giants and Patriots pregame right here on The Fan. If you want Giants coverage during the week, check out Big Blue Kickoff Live, our daily call-in show every week at 1230. We take your calls on the Giants app, Giants.com. Uh, talking Giants football with you. That's presented by Cadillac, the official luxury vehicle of the New York Giants. And you can find the archives of that on podcast platforms everywhere. Just search for Big Blue Kickoff and search for other podcasts as well, like the Giants Huddle Podcast and The Hangout, which features Jonathan Casillas and a bunch of other folks over two days during the week. Pepsi Giants Extra Point was brought to you by Citizens, the official bank of the Giants. Citizens is made ready for Giants fans. Hackensack, Birdie, and Health keep getting better. And brought to you by Pepsi, the official soft drink of the Giants. Great job by Connor here in the shop. The Young Guns down in D.C. getting it done. Hoff, Stopsky, and Ward. Good job, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Sunday at 11 a.m., Giants and Patriots. Happy Thanksgiving. Hopefully you don't load up on the trip to Fan JC, and on Sunday you'll be okay. You're not going to be, you know, a little drowsy. What about plus ten pounds? You said for the holidays, yeah, usually? yeah, about about ten, about about. I mean, at least three plates on Thanksgiving, at we, least. We we will get into the details on what's on those plates over the course of the pregame <laughs> show next <laughs> week. So check in and tune in for that. For Jonathan Casillas, I'm John Schmunk. Thanks for joining us for our broadcast today. And Giants. Extra Point, brought to you by Pepsi. We'll see you next time. Enjoy your week, and happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 